Friday. I know that usually means everybody's getting started for their week and they getting ready to roll. But first takes in the house, your boy's back in New York City. A little cold out here, but it doesn't matter. I'm dressed for it. Molly's look, doing what she's doing. She's ready to go. Swagoo's on his way in the house. We don't know where the hell Ryan Clark is, but I assure you he will be here as well. And plus my man Wendy Bryan Wintors is in the house. His first take is your boy back in New York City. Hello. I mean, look who's here, Brian Windhorst. We got Stephen A. Smith back in the building. Get to say Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Wendy, great to have you guys. Ryan Clark and Marcus Spears are going to be here in just a few minutes. We're going to get into all the NFL action this weekend, major playoff implications. We can't wait to break that down. But, gentlemen, oh, what yeah. happened in the association last wow. night? The stars came out, to use your term, Stephen A., box office. Yeah. Let's get into it because we witnessed greatness, folks. The Nuggets overcame an 18-point deficit in the final seven minutes to defeat the Warriors, outscoring them 25-4 to in the final 6.45 of the win. Nikola Jokic delivered a game-winning buzzer beater from 39 feet. Now, according to our research here, Jokic is just the fourth player since the 80s to make that type of buzzer beater after trailing by that significant of an amount. Meanwhile, Giannis Antetokounmpo wowed after his first battle versus Victor Wembanyama. San Antonio's final shot, a corner three-pointer from Trey Jones off a pass from Wemby, fell short as Milwaukee held on for a 125-121 victory. But the talk after the game was the battle between two players who are unlike any other. In their first ever meeting, Antetokounmpo finished with 44 points, 14 rebounds, 7 assists in 39 minutes, while Wemby had 27 points, 9 rebounds, 5 blocks in 26 minutes. So first take fam, scan the QR code on your screen, join in on the debates. We want to hear from you all morning long. Wendy, who had the most impressive night last night? Would you go Giannis, uh, Jokic, or Wemby? NBA fans had the greatest night last night. There were two games. They were both amazing. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't want to listen to any cases. The NBA is in an absolutely amazing era right now. We've never seen anything like this. Honestly, I don't want to hear anything about anything else. Because if you watched either of these games last night, there is no way you couldn't be in love with what you saw. Absolutely. If you saw the sequences that happened in this game between these two seven-foot men who are like graceful swans going back and forth, making the, the combination of power and finesse, and they wanted it, they were going at each other, what an amazing moment to watch these two. I, I cannot wait to see Victor Wembanyama and Giannis Tenacumpo again. As far as I'm concerned, every one of these games going forward for the rest of their careers should be nationally televised appointment television. And they're not alone. They were awesome in this game. And then the nightcap, you get Jokic having that incredible finish to the game. And his reaction at the end was my favorite part about it because, you know, he's not as expressive and stuff as the, the way some of these other guys are. But when he makes this shot, look at the, the, the reaction that he had. He was so happy and loved it. There was so much joy. And to watch these three giants, and by the way, tonight, guess what? It's Joel Embiid's turn on national television. He gets to play the Knicks tonight. He's having one of the greatest seasons for a big man. And this is what I'm saying. We have these giants who are playing this incredible level of basketball, who have all of this skill. And, it's, and I'm going to include 
Chet Holmgren in there too. The, the, the America hasn't learned about Chet Holmgren yet. He's still learning the game. The guy in Oklahoma City, he's the exact same way. He's this big with this kind of skill set. And the great thing about this, Stephen A., all these guys want the smoke. Jokic plays to win. Giannis plays to win. Victor Wembanyama plays to win. Chet Holmgren will talk some trash, man. Wait until America discovers the personality on this guy. Yes, and Wembanyama. You know, you know what Wembanyama said after the game last night? He was pissed off that he was eighth in the All-Star voting. It inspired him last night to have a better game. I love it. I love that a rookie would say that on a team that's awful. And so my reaction to this was we are in for an amazing run watching these big guys go to work. It is complete. We just, we've never seen such a level of talent. We've never seen guys who are able to do these kind of things. And Giannis, after the game, said, there's no way that this dude, Wembenyama, is 7'3", as he's listed. And he is right. Wembenyama is 7'5". I don't Absolutely. know why he's listed at 7'3". He's got some complex about it. He is 7'5". He is 20 years old yesterday. He turned 20 years old yesterday. Stephen A., he is, look at that. Jeez. Yeah. Stephen A., he is averaging 19 points. 10 rebounds and three blocks in the NBA as a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. It does not happen. And the reason that Giannis is blown away by this because we see Giannis go up and down the court and do these incredible things. When Giannis was 20, he was still basically learning to dribble and run and shoot like he wasn't anywhere near this skilled. He's looking at Wembenyama and comparing to where he was at 20. Now we see where Giannis is in his prime. He's basically the most unstoppable force in the league, and he's looking and projecting Wembenyama. And I'm telling you, Joel Embiid is having a season of dreams. You watch Joel Embiid play right now, there's nothing you can do with him, Stephen A. He gets the ball at the top of the key. What are you going to do? He can make the shot. He can put it on the floor. He can pass. He's awesome. Jokic, the master. Jokic plays with the ball oh. like he like it's a mini basketball. The way he manipulates the ball and can shoot it from yeah. everywhere. I'm just. I know I'm ranting. and I'm all over the. You place. are. You 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 are. Which you never do because, because amazing, I mean you you. I, what, you, you no, you, it's because he's so fired no, 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 up about I, it. I was, get, I was getting ready to say to you. I was getting ready to say to you that you, you know you're supposed to leave something for me, Wendy. You're supposed to leave something for me. <laughs> but you said it all. You said it all. No 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 no. You're absolutely absolutely right on point. No doubt about it. Let's keep in mind Wimby is averaging 19. What is it? What is it? 19, 10, and 10 with over three blocks per game. Only three rookies in NBA history. We have done it. David Robinson, Alonzo Mourning, and the one and only Diesel himself, Shaquille O'Neal. So we got to give love where love is due with Wimby, okay? Uh, basically piggybacking off of everything that you just articulated. Here's what I want to tell you that I peel away from it. The last part that you're talking about in terms of how much they wanted. You talked about Embiid. We saw him going for the MVP last year. We see Jokic, right? We're not surprised at his greatness. We understand how phenomenal and great he is. And we don't want to disrespect the Denver Nuggets because that's what we don't need to do. They're the reigning defending NBA champions. And they're actually the favorites to come out of the West with all the noise being made about everybody else. But. When you think about what you saw from Jokic, not surprising. When you think about what you saw from Steph Curry, who had a damn good game last night, that's not surprising. I know you were talking about the bigs, but I got to throw a small brother up in there who's the greatest shooter that God ever created. We can't forget about him. We saw the greatness of Wimby. We saw Brooke Lopez make the top ten for for bad reasons. He was number five and four on the damn list. Okay, well, what happened to him last night, courtesy of Wimby, Yon, and Fasal. But here's – or Johnson, rather – But here's the deal. For me, 
What I walked away with loving outside of the obvious future greatness of Victor Wembanyama, I walked away with even more appreciation for Giannis. That's what I walked away from. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what basketball is all about. See, this is where, and I say this a lot of times, Molly, when I'm talking about the game. Football, there's so many different components that come into it. Baseball, you could have eight players show up, but the pitcher got a bad night and ruins everything. All of this other stuff can happen. But in a game of basketball, if you've got a superstar or two, you literally could sit up there and change things by saying, here's the ball, take me there. And if you're a guy committed to doing that, things can happen. It is one thing for Wimbiana to do what he does. It is another thing entirely for Giannis, who is going to be Giannis, but to be in complete attack mode against this guy. Dunked on him once with the left, tried to get him again, but Wimbiana blocked him, was in complete attack mode. And when you see that, that's what you love and appreciate with the game of basketball. One of the things that I've religiously detested is when you got guys talking and then all of a sudden they encounter one another, but they're defending somebody else. They're going up against somebody else. They're not embracing Wendy and accepting the challenge, at least verbally and sometimes on the basketball court as well. I didn't see that from Giannis last night. And Giannis reminded us what it's supposed to be about. Yeah, I'm here. I'm a former league MVP and I'm an NBA champion. But this young buck is coming in here trying to show me what he's got. Let me remind him who the hell I am. And when Giannis said, wait a minute, guess who I am? And that is what you look for from the game of basketball. It is what it's capable of giving, what the sport is capable of giving it to you on a night in, night out basis. And to see guys like that, and you brought up Embiid. Embiid, why do I love Embiid so much? Because he talks, he doesn't talk trash about or to people he doesn't have to go against. He talks it about people he knows he's going to go directly up against. And he's like, I'm coming. I'm going to bust your living. You know what? And there's nothing you're going to do about it. And then sure enough, the competition comes. Giannis don't talk like that, but he plays like that. And that's what I love. That's what we saw last night. And the fact that when Giannis showed up the way that he did shows us what kind of attitude he has. And I'm glad you brought up Chet Holmgren, too, because Chet Holmgren got attitude, y'all. And Oklahoma City's winning. And that brother's contributing to it. Watch him, too, because despite what we're seeing from Wimbiana, Chet Holmgren, in some people's eyes, is still a leading candidate for Rookie of the Year honors. And he's another seven-footer. Wendy, give you the final word here. And Giannis did it on the second night of a back-to-back in an era where, you know, not everybody's bringing it all the time. They had a huge, highly contested game in Indiana. They flew down to San Antonio, and Giannis gave that game on the second night of a back-to-back in January because he wanted it. It was the symbolism of everything that is great about the NBA. And here we are in the biggest moments of the football season where we got the national championship coming up and we got the, the, the ultimate weekend here of NFL and those guys stole the show, and that's what makes the NBA great, what we saw last night, because you can see that on a regular Thursday night in January. You're usually seeing Giannis tower over people. Last night there was somebody towering over him, and Giannis was attacking like he was small. He was trying to treat him like he was small. You love it. Absolutely. You love it. All right, uh, Wendy, you go get yourself a quick Starbucks, take a little stroll. I'm going to check back in with you in just a minute. More NBA to dive in. You only got to walk 10 feet.
Well, I was. You got that right. Put it all on the glass. Starbucks is right down, right down the way. That was the whole point. Yeah, I know he's in L.A. The whole deal. Chill. Now you're gonna have the fans out there waiting for him, blowing up people's spots. All right. He's a man of the people. He can deal with it. Okay. So obviously the stars out last night and they were focused. Dallas needs to do the same thing on Sunday. They need to be all business. Just ask Micah Parsons. A lot on the line against the Commanders, and they need to capitalize if they want to make their playoff road smooth. A road many are saying is their best opportunity in Dak's tenure. So the one seed in the NFC has already been clinched by the Niners. However, the two seed still up for grabs with the Cowboys needing a win versus the Commanders to both win the NFC East and clinch the top two seed in the conference. Look what the cat dragged in. Marcus Spears in studio. I mean, how lucky am I? I get both of you here. I'm so glad to be here. I haven't seen I'm y'all. So What's up, big boy? I've been seeing y'all through a screen. Yeah. First yeah. of all, Stephen A., let, let's, let, let me address the elephant in the room. Yes, sir. What is on Molly's wrist? Because I can't look over there no more. My eyes. On my wrist? Yeah. This is what? just like a little Rolex. It's not even like a big time one. What? I'm saying it's just like a basic role. Can I ask you a question? Of all the time she's gotten on me, have you ever heard me say little Rolex? Little Rolex. No, little it's Rolex. just like. A little Rolex. Little Rolex. No. Oh, what wow. other one? What the wow. other one look like? No, I'm just saying it's just like a little. <laughs> I looked you know, over there and I, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Like extra. Some of, us like are, some of us are more humble than others. <laughs> Oh my God! Would you stop? I you, pride you, myself. You could go and slide humble. that chair straight out the window with that foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> you heard I just said? I pride myself on being humble. Oh. See that right? And then self is all wrong. Yeah. All right. Let's get into yeah. it, guys. Uh, Swaggo. Mm-hmm. Seriously, try to be objective, former cowboy. That I'm always out. objective. No, but like really try. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do your Dallas Cowboys? have a favorable path, would you say it's fair to say a favorable path to the Super Bowl right now? To the NFC Championship, they do. Um, Super Bowl got to go through San Francisco. And we all can, you know, we can lament about it. And look, for, for you to say, let me, yes, because that's, a, that's the one game where we all think that it ends for the Dallas Cowboys. If they get two games at home, yeah. we talked about how good they've been at home, and then you go on the road to San Francisco, and it works against everything you've been all season long. On the road against the best team in the NFC. They'll get stomped. No, I don't think they get stomped. Really? Right, because that's like they haven't got stomped by the, the 49. Now the games – and the score has been different. Last year, you would have thought Dallas lost by 30, the way people left the game talking about San Francisco. I think this is their best pass because, one, Philly had yeah. just went, fell off a cliff, and you get to play at home. And we can't dismiss what we've been seeing from this team all season long when they play in Dallas. I don't disagree with that. I mean, I'm going to be objective and fair here. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys, as far as I'm concerned, outside of the San Francisco 49ers, who is it that they shouldn't beat? Right. Forget can or can't beat. Who shouldn't they beat? The way the Philadelphia Eagles have played, you know, I can make an argument, the Detroit Lions, because you know how I feel. They got, they, they got robbed. They should have won that game. We understand that. But the bottom line is, in Dallas, uh, because that game would probably be in Dallas, it would be in Dallas, uh, you should be able to beat Detroit. You should be able to beat Tampa Bay. You should be able to beat uh, even the Los Angeles Rams, who I think is a big as a sleeper, as a sleeper threat. Yep. I'm not sleeping on the Los Angeles Rams by any stretch of the imagination. So I would tell you that the Dallas Cowboys have a favorable path, but it's important for me to point out some certain stats. It's, it is important. <laughs> you I have mean, turned into a real uh, statistician lately. It, 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 it has. 
Well, I do I do my homework, you know, because listen, listen, I am taught the game by aficionados all over this network. They teach me basketball. That's different. I ain't worried about that. But football, these brothers teach me every day. So I got to have my information. And when they make these these proclamations, somebody has to check them from time to time. Dallas Cowboys since 1995, they won 54% of their regular season games, ranked 11th in the NFL. But in the playoffs, that dips to 29.4%, which ranks 29th in the NFL. Only Miami, Washington, and Detroit have a worse playoff record than the Dallas Cowboys since 1995. So what that says is that, you know what, once the playoffs arrive, they they tend to, to, to wet the bed. That's a fact. And, and, and we, until we see otherwise, yep. we have to take that into consideration. Again, Dak Prescott, I believe right now, is the best quarterback in the NFC. Yep. You can make an argument with Matthew Stafford the way that he's looked. Brock Purdy until last week. But Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the NFC right now. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to give him that kind of love. However, he always shows up, particularly in December. It's January where he knows dives. And so now the pressure is on him. Why is the pressure on him? Because Mike McCarthy lied to the American public. He wanted to get, he sat up there and said that, you know what? We need more balance. Kellen Moore needs to get out of here. I get out of here so I can call plays and I can bring more balance to our offense. They throw the football board and they run the football still. And now they don't have much of a running game because Pollard hasn't been 100% healthy. Dak Prescott, you're leaning on him heavier and heavier. And if you're going to do that come playoff time, even though CeeDee Lamb and the rest of the crew can ball yeah. as well. That pressure on, on Dak, how will he respond? Okay, do me a favor. I want to bring in someone who I think disagrees with you all. Do I have... There he is. Let's say something false. There he is. Ryan Cl- Hey. There he is. Hey, RC, by the way, I was just scrolling Twitter and you popped up with a red fit. So fire. Oh, that yeah, might be my, that coat, the whole thing. Let's stay focused on the Cowboys. We'll get into that later, but that was next level. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Next level, hold on. my friend. Hold on. Ryan? You ain't never heard me say that. Yes. Because I'm not, I'm averse to the color red. I'm really not into no, it. No, I'm going to show when you I, it. I, excuse me. I saw it. Oh, you saw it. And I was trying to say to Ryan, bro, that that that, that Ooh, coat was, that Ooh, coat was so that coat was so fly, I actually thought Tricks about getting one. I couldn't get over the boot. I had to, I had to. <laughs> I couldn't get over the boot. Hey, yeah. remember, when we, remember when we talk about the competition, who's going to be the best dressed? Yeah. I went like this. Let me be quiet. Yeah. RC, 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 let me, quiet, let me make this statement. Let me make this statement because when they said that, RC, I, I, heard, I hurried up and dismissed it. Yeah. I said, RC, go be the best dressed on the network. Yeah. No. Let's pause. No. Yeah, I did. You and Shannon was talking about it. I'm saying I disagree. I think it's that. Why I disagree? Because of consistency. Oh, RC consistency. No, 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 no. no. RC fluctuates. No, he don't. Yes, he does. No. Yes, he does. No. Yes, he does. Okay. Yes, okay. he does. Okay. Yes, he does. Okay. Yes. First of all, you saw, you saw it football? or you saw it? <laughs> Huh? You he's saw sorry. it or you saw it? Sorry. You saw it? Sorry. Sorry. Listen, let's just, let's just call it what it is. RC is the best dressed male at ESPN. I'm not saying and that. I, I think it's TV. I mean this I'm not humbly. I think it's TV. Marcus, I'm not saying that. And who is the best dressed woman at ESPN? I ain't saying nothing. Really? I, I wouldn't know. Wow. I wouldn't okay. know. Nope. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how y'all take it. When I see you, I'll let you know. I don't know how y'all okay. take that on this network. Okay. I don't know. That's I'll let the fans at home. Don't be putting me in there. I'll get a QR Guys. code. I'll get a QR code popped up. Guys. Hey, go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> go on with the Cowboys, Ryan. What about the Cowboys, Ryan? 
Molly, you stay clean. You know, I already told you you, you got friend. that. And also, too, happy Founders Day to the brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Now we can get to the regularly scheduled program. Sure. Also, forgive my background, y'all. I just dropped my son off in South Bend, Indiana. He's starting at Notre Dame. We drove 26 straight hours, but I still popped up to do this. When you think about... That's love, brother. I appreciate yeah. you, think you about, man. I thought he was waiting for a doctor. Yes, sir. When you think about... <laughs> when you think about Dak Prescott this year, right? And I know Stephen A. gave the stats on what they are in the playoffs. A lot of teams that aren't the Kansas City Chiefs or aren't the New England Patriots of old don't have the same winning percentage in the playoffs as they do the regular season because you're playing better teams. Like, that's just the nature of the beast when you get to the playoffs. But when you look at Dak Prescott this year, this is a 2019 sort of Dak. Prescott, the 2021 sort of Dak Prescott from a play standpoint, but it's different when we're talking about the man. It's different when we're talking about the leader. It's different when we're talking about the guy that's shown up in every situation this year other than the San Francisco 49ers game. Since then, Dak has been flawless. Even if you take me back to Buffalo where they didn't play well, that wasn't because of Dak Prescott. We've now entered a realm, right? We've now entered the play where Dak Prescott is the reason the oh. Dallas Cowboys win. Yeah, you used to want to get the biggest person. You want to get the biggest person to get off the bus first. You don't do that no more in Dallas. You let Dak Prescott get off the bus first because he's the dude that's driving the bus. And this uh-huh. is the hold on, easiest. Ryan, hold on, hold on, hold on Ryan. I, I got questions. I got questions, Ryan. I got questions for you. I'm not going to talk. I got questions for you. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. See, this is what bothers me. This is what bothers me, especially about people like Ryan, right? I, I understand. Listen, listen, Swaggoo, don't make that face. I understand. What did I just say? Did I not just you concede just that Dak Prescott best quarterback in the NFC right now? I just conceded that. Absolutely, right? And and it's impossible to root against him in all seriousness. I mean, I might troll Cowboy fans, but it's impossible to root against that man, Dak Prescott. It really is because he's a really good guy. But I got to ask you this, Ryan Clark. Super Bowl champion Ryan Clark. It amazes me how you can sit up there and say what you just said, knowing what the playoff history is and the playoffs are coming. I understand you can sit, I understand what you're seeing right now, but it's not the playoffs. I mean, damn, wait, will y'all make up y'all mind when y'all teaching me football, please? How many times, even you, Swaggoo, how many times you come to me and go like this? Yeah, he's doing his thing right now, not him, but just talking general, right, right. generically. You know, this person's doing their thing. All right, that's right. But this regular season, play us a different animal. They got to show it to us, them. At least give us that. Stephen, like, people can change. Right. I, I, sorry, that, sorry, that, call me when it changes. Can we see it first? Stephen, that's what I'm asking but y'all. But you got to have the, some. Go ahead, Arsene. Go ahead, Arsene. Bro, Stephen A., we could see it first if our job on this show wasn't to be prophetic sometimes, wasn't to wasn't to project forward. I would love to wait until the games come and just talk about what we see on the film, but that ain't what we do. And but you're going to tell me you can't look at you can't look at Dak Prescott and think he got a Joe Flacco championship running him. You can't look at Dak Prescott and think he got an Eli Manning running him. He better than both those dudes. I, I, he's be- he's better than both of those it, dudes. He's better than both of those dudes, and we've seen it, but we've seen it from him in the regular season before. Are we seeing yes. things we've never seen from him before in the regular yeah, season? Yeah, I, I yeah think, this year I we think are. He's, I we think are. he's been great in the past. This he's had great moments. No, we're seeing different things this year, for sure. Go ahead. We, I'll we, stand we're, down. We're seeing, 
think down. seeing him in a, a situation where yes. it's not as complimentary as it's been for him when we surmised yep. that he was this elite-level quarterback, which we thought he was very good. I never had him on elite. He's been elite this year, though. Okay. He's been a different, yes, he difference maker at the position. And that's what we've been asking him for, Stephen A., because you and I sat here and talked about it was the moments for Dak, right? So we got a number of those that we saw that he responded. It's a number of those that he didn't respond. Okay. Now the playoff moments are coming. Right. But can we surmise that because of what we've watched for the majority of the season, that this is not the same typical Dak I, I can I can feel you on that, but Ryan Clark, RC, passed the clock, pivot, the man pivoted to Dak Prescott. Not just balling, but he the dude right. that's getting off guys, the guys, bus guys, first. Hold, hold, up. Hey, hold up, hold sorry. up, hold up. RC, Stephen hold up. I'm sorry, guys. It. I got to get into the commercial I saw it, too, Ryan. I saw it all. Coming up, the AFC's crowd is on the line this weekend. Oh, my gosh. Maybe you are from Hollis. Bills, Dolphins, who comes out on top? Stephen A., what do you think? I'm going to say something that's relatively unpopular. Um, I'm hoping the Dolphins get their ass kicked. I'm sick of them. I am sick of the Miami Dolphins. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
College football's national championship is set. Number one, Michigan go blue versus the Washington Huskies. Number two and first take will be there live in Houston Monday, January 8th. Be sure to watch Stephen A., Shannon Sharp, myself. We'll be live from NRG Stadium. H-Town, here we come. All right, the battle for the AFC East is at stake. When Josh Allen and the Bills travel to see Tua, Tyreek, and the Finns in Miami, no starters will be resting for this one, Marcus. Book that. The division crown, playoff seating, home playoff games are all on the line. But uh, Marcus, RC, essay's over Miami. Let me run it back for you. I'm going to say something that's relatively unpopular. Um, I'm hoping the Dolphins get their ass kicked. I'm sick of them. I am sick of the Miami Dolphins. I am sick and tired of the Dolphins going on the road and building up everybody's hope only to wet the bed. I'm sick of them. Okay, RC back there with us. Marcus Spears <laughs> and this guy. Swaggo. Oh my goodness. Do you, see the face? Do you see the face yeah, man, listen, it, it, I'm, 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 Side eye. Listen, oh, listen, I don't, I don't blame them. I can't knock my boys for getting on me. I can't knock them. RC man, swag man. <laughs> it's emotional. I, 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 I'm, it is. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm be honest. Listen, let me take You know what, RC? Listen, if nothing else, bro, if nothing else, I'm honest. I'm honest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was kind of fantasizing, you know what I'm saying? That that you know, why, 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 uh, you know, they 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 may they may make it to the NFC Championship game. First of all, I love watching Tyreek Hill. I love watching when Tua gets him the football. I love watching when Waddle's healthy and he's getting the football. So I'm thinking about all of these things, hearing people like UNRC talking about the greatness of Mike McDaniel's and his play calling acumen and all of this stuff. So I'm going like this. You know, they they do they do play near South Beach. <laughs> You know, and 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 and, and oh if, could you imagine? I said, could you imagine? Could you imagine if 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 I'm going to Miami and there's a Miami Heat game on an off day, and then you also get to go see the Dolphins? It's a beautiful, just a beautiful thought. And then they go on the road. <laughs> And Buffalo, and they get blitzed. Man, 40 people ain't thinking about they, what they, you got to do when they play. And, and then they go to Baltimore. And it's not even – it's not that they lost. It's that they get their ass kicked. And it really bothers me. <laughs> it really bothers me, man. It's like, it's like damn, every time y'all get away from Miami, y'all get bum rushed. It really yeah. bothers me, man. And yeah. I'm just like, it's this fool's gold. I'm like, stop lying to us. You're going to stink up the joint anyway. Just go ahead and but do it. But you ain't got to say that. That's how I feel about it. I'm tired of them lying. I'm tired of them lying to us, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 you know, you, you can't be that bad. Even though they trying to win. Really? Yeah. Is that what you saw? They trying, I, I saw at least three games this year where they didn't even look like they were oh, trying. My God. But go ahead. I know they got a plethora of injuries. I get that. I yeah. understand. And that particular defense side of the ball, I get all of that, all right? Okay. And now you got my stud. He's supposed to be out. Waddle, he's supposed to be out. So, okay, it seems like a daunting task. I just want legitimate teams in the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Can we stay focused here? Yeah, right. Here's what I need to know from you. Okay. Uh, who's going to win this game? I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm scared to death. I ain't going to lie. But it's at home, and it's for the division. And I think this Dolphins team coming off of last week when they got hammered by the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. are going to be super incentivized. Now, I know they lost Bradley Chubb, which is a big deal. And Josh Allen and the Bills are walking into that building, a new iteration of this football team as far as how they play football now. But I'm going I'm to I'm I'm go out on a limb. The Bills should win the game. But okay. I'm taking the Dolphins because they home. <clears throat> and I think they can be explosive. 
and it's just it just feels to me that like they gonna put one together. Okay. It ain't it ain't really football reasons. It's emotional. Yeah. Right. So I'm not the only one emotional. Go Everyone's ahead. Everyone's emotional today, yeah. except Ryan. Every everybody's emotional. Yeah, I know. Today. I am. Like, I'm gonna take but it's not like mine. Not bad. I, I don't hope nobody get their ass kicked. Yeah. RC. <laughs> that was harsh. That was one of the harsher things I ever heard someone on the air Me say too. about a football team. And we saw it. I'm gonna pick the both. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Sorry. the Buffalo Bills. And the reason why is the AFC Pro Bowl team was announced yesterday. You know who's not on it? Josh Allen. Yeah, you know who is? James Cook. That's the difference in this Buffalo Bills team and any Buffalo Bills team we've ever watched under Josh Allen. And the fact that they can now go into Miami with the run game that leads to a play action game and that play action game won't have Jalen or Bradley Chubb rushing the quarterback. This ain't a game you can be down players. If you fast forward, if you rewind back to what this game was the first time, this was Stephon Diggs absolutely losing his mind because he was covered by Kohu or Kehu the entire game. Now you have a Vic Fangio that won't travel Jalen Ramsey, that won't allow Jalen Ramsey to play in the slot. And if you watch the Baltimore Ravens, I talked to Zay Flowers this week. Zay Flowers said, yeah, we wasn't going to try it, buddy. He said, I walked up on the line. I was like, oh, hell, I didn't realize he was this big. And he said, on my first release, he ran me off to the sideline. I said, let me back up and give myself some space. That's who <laughs> Jalen Ramsey is. But you know what Vic Fangio does with him? He sticks him on the right side of the field and he never moves him. Guess what? Everybody else, barbecue chicken. So what's going to happen if Vic Fangio doesn't change? Josh Allen's going to go off. James Cook is going to go off. And offensively, you don't have everything you need to combat that because there is no Mostert, like Stephen A. said. There is no Jalen Waddle, like Stephen A. said. And again, last week, when you make this team one-dimensional, when you move to a tongue of Aloha off his spot, to a tongue of Aloha ain't so to a tongue of Aloha. So for me, going back to watching this film the first time, it's the Buffalo Bills, and I don't even think it's going to be a hard win for the Buffalo Bills. And listen, well, he is 10-2 against Miami Lifetime, so we got to remember that. We got to remember that more so than anything else. He's got more touchdown runs than touchdown passes over the last five games. So five. So we got to keep our eyes on that as well. But I totally agree with you, and I get where you're coming from, because to me, Buffalo should win this game you know they're built for it I'm looking at Miami and they haven't shown me they're built for adversity and they're obviously going through some adverse yep. circumstances right now due to the plethora of injuries and then we take into account something that none of us have said we've been talking about Tua all year or Tyreek Hill all year we sporadically mentioned uh, Waddle or Jalen Ramsey you know who we haven't talked about we never mentioned Vic Fangio. We took for granted that yeah. this defensive wizard as a coordinator wasn't great as a head coach in Denver, but was it? But obviously was a big-time coordinator. We've seen on far too many occasions this Miami defense resemble nothing. Yeah. You know, nothing close to great. And then you just brought up Mike McDaniels and taking Tua off his spot and what have you. Well, guess what? What the hell is that about? So now we got a question about the head coach. We got a question about the defensive coordinator. We got questions about the Miami uh, Dolphins' health. All right. Not to mention the fact that the Bills, you win this game, you in. You lose in Pittsburgh, win, yep. you out. And Pittsburgh is going against a Baltimore Ravens team that's going to rest everybody because they've locked up the number one seed yep. in the AFC. I think you incentivize – and look, man, like I said, from a football standpoint now, 
I'm not going to di- summarily dismiss that the Miami Dolphins can be explosive. And it could be one of those games where we see this offense explode. And I know that even without Jalen Waddle and Mostert, you still got A-Chan in the backfield. Tua is still a super accurate quarterback. And late in the Dallas game, they got a little something going. <clears throat> the game is favorable for the Buffalo Bills. And I'm, just, I'm not even talking about the injuries. I'm talking about the way that they've been playing football. I think this Miami Dolphins team, though, is going to be incentivized to play just like they have to play to get in the playoffs because you don't want to see Buffalo again. That's the worst thing that can happen for you. So the, the, the foot that they will put forward at home to eliminate the Buffalo Bills, I think is going to incentivize this team a little bit more than we've seen them be incentivized. And remember, they, they, that, that defense from Vic Fangio did a good job against Dallas. As well, and we all think that Dallas has an explosive offense and can do a phenomenal job. I'm interested in this game, man. I don't think it's going to be a runaway for the Buffalo Bills if they win the game. I think it's going to be close. <clears throat> I just think they're going to pull away. All right. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards, scoring beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good day. Welcome back to First Take. Coming to you live from New York City, the seaport. Brought to you by Chase on this Feel Good Friday. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Let's tip off the weekend, folks. So arguably the greatest NFL coach of all time, Bill Belichick, could be taking his talents elsewhere after two decades of history in New England. 
Many think this could be his last game as Pat's head coach when the Jets come to town. Meanwhile, Jim Harbaugh could be coaching his last college game as Michigan competes for a national title Monday from Houston. With the success he's had in the NFL ranks, many look to poach him as well. Okay, Stephen A. Are you more interested to see where Belichick goes or Harbaugh? For me, it's Harbaugh. For me, it's Harbaugh. I mean, you know, I think Belichick is a foregone conclusion. Um, and I don't think he'll end up with the Chargers. I'm very excited about the future of the Chargers now that they came to their senses and got rid of Brandon Staley. Um, and I think that that's a place that Jim Harbaugh should go. But more importantly than that, here's where Jim Harbaugh interests me. Four years in San Francisco, 2011 to 2014. Three NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl appearance. A 44-19 and one record. This man has proven he could coach on the NFL level. And so where he goes is of profound interest to me because he has a relationship uh, with Chicago's ownership because of his days playing in. He's still beloved there, and people talk about his affinity, you know, uh, uh, for them and vice versa and how he can end up there. I think that would be a mistake. Um, I think he should go to the Los Angeles Chargers without question. Mm. But because of the few positions, there could be a position opening in Atlanta. There could be a position opening in Chicago. Uh, that's just a couple of teams. Obviously, one is already open with the, with the Los Angeles Chargers. The interest is not just in Harbaugh, but where he's going to land. Right. With Bill Belichick, I view it as being differently, and I've said this for the longest time now. He's the greatest coach of this era, probably the greatest coach who's ever lived. He is also the guy that is viewed in Massachusetts as the person, if not the NFL community, as the person who forced out Tom Brady. And because of that, you know the end is near. Because no matter how much they struggled, if Tom Brady had just retired, never went anywhere else, and he just left, Bill Belichick is still revealed. But because of that nugget of intel, you forced out the golden boy, essentially. Mm -hmm. Nah, and then you follow it up by not winning? Um, No, people ain't going to let that go. And so we're just looking at Bill Belichick, who's 72 years of age, and we're saying, all right, Tom's up in New England. With Harbaugh, where's he going? Michigan going to stay? Or is he going to go? Yeah. And where is he going to go? I think Harbaugh is a more interesting and compelling story. Yeah, we don't uh, look. I, I'm more interested in Bill Belichick okay. because of one of the yeah. statements you made about him being the greatest coach ever. Too, like I agree with you as far as the writing on the wall in New England, but I want to see if he can go and do it again somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? Like it. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. And we've seen a sample size in New England, but we know what the quarterback situation has been there. Was it? Does he have in him? to go to a team with a quarterback and say, no, I had a lot to do with that. I had a lot to do with us winning those Super Bowls. And look, for anybody that knows, football knows that he had a lot to do with it. But uh, think about it, Stephen A., a second iteration of Bill Belichick in a new place, does he try to implement the Patriot way there? Or does he come – into the where we are in the league now? Is he able to make that adjustment? Is he able to adjust not being the general manager 
and not making decisions on personnel and going in and just being a head coach. I think there are so many more intriguing things about if Bill Belichick goes to another team, what type of control, who the quarterback will be, can you build a franchise that may be struggling right now? And what does it do for his legacy? Exactly. If he goes, doesn't get anything done after we saw what Tom Brady was able to do I think on it's, his own I think it's up. so – I think Bill Belichick's – Second part, if if yeah. when if and when he goes somewhere, his second part will be a huge, huge indictment or positive mm-hmm. on his entire career. Yeah, I'm not talking about if we're gonna talk about if he's the greatest. Hell, that's not what I'm talking about. Well, but I don't. It, I think that comes up. You think you think if Mali, he goes six and, championships. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying if he goes somewhere else and nothing happens and it's a disaster, you think it's just I think that, conclusion greatest of all time. I think I think that's already now. It's a lot of people that you know the Vince Lombardi's and the. It's a lot of people that have differing views. Mm. I think Bill Belichick, because of the success, success right. and sustained success. Because remember, we're not only talking about Super Bowls. This man went to the playoffs every year, too. Yeah. And they went deep well, in the playoffs beyond winning Super Bowls. So I think he's the greatest coach to ever coach in the NFL. It, without question. And because we have to give credit where credit is due for not messing up a great thing. Phil right. Jackson, you know, Phil Jackson having Michael Jordan and, and Scottie Pippen and those brothers, and then obviously Kobe and Shaq. Uh, but there's also something to be said for what you didn't do. Phil Jackson was smart enough not to take the Knicks head coaching job. He ran president president of basketball operations, but he was smart enough not to take the head coaching job because he didn't think he could win with them right. and it would tarnish his resume. Bill Belichick didn't do that. He kept on coaching, kept on being a GM, kept on, on failing at evaluating talent and assembling a roster, particularly a coaching staff as well. You know, Matt Patricia departs for the head coaching job in Detroit. You you know, you, you replace him, but then, you know what, you need an offensive coordinator after Josh McDaniels depart and you pick Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. Yeah. What Matt Patricia What's the bed in Detroit? That made no sense whatsoever. You took Mac Jones a year back. So I look at all of those things. I see all of that. And it's 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 such a blemish on his resume because you didn't have a winning record in, in Cleveland, even though y'all were on an upward, you, you were, you were, your yep. trajectory was yep. going in the right direction. You have a winning record in Cleveland. You didn't have a winning record since Tom Brady departed from New England. So the only success he's ever had is with Tom Brady. That makes for an interesting storyline. I get what you're saying. But that's down the line. It depends on where he goes. It depends on what kind of quarterback he has. It depends on whether or not he's going to coach as opposed to being both the coach and the GM. It depends on all of that. With Jim Harbaugh, I'm talking about Monday night comes, you win the national title. Now it's like, where the hell is he going to go? Because you know a few teams can need him. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Like beyond us talking about who's more interested. Yeah. Let's just hypothetically say – Bill Belichick went to the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes. And you know, as well as I know, because we've talked about it, how many one-loss games, how many bad coaching decisions, how many times this franchise has seemingly been not just playoff contenders, but Super Bowl contenders based on their roster. What if he went to Los Angeles and won a Super Bowl? Oh, no, without question, that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. That wouldn't be intriguing and, to you for him to have a, no, a quarterback be, I, like Justin I, I, Herbert. I'm saying it would be very intriguing, but I guess what I'm thinking, Swagoo, is this. If I'm the Chargers and I have an opportunity to get Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to go with Jim Harbaugh. You're going to go with Harbaugh. See, I don't think that's a foregone conclusion, that's a. Okay. I don't. Not with a franchise Why? that's been not well, with a franchise that's been like them. Bump, sorry. Yeah, because Harbaugh really because I, Harbaugh uh, over to, Belichick? To be quite honest with you, because I think Harbaugh has a better uh, history with quarterbacks than Bill Belichick does. Bill Belichick's had Tom Brady and what else? That's a great point. 
I mean, he Matt, did win Matt with Castle, he did win with Castle one eleven Matt games. Castle, yeah, one eleven games. Yeah. One eleven yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I, I, I would be yeah. crazy interested to see Bill Belichick with Justin Herbert. Jimmy Garoppolo and the way that team. So it was just he didn't stay healthy. Yeah, that's true. He didn't stay healthy. That was the reason. But yeah, that's but been Jimmy Garoppolo's career. Just saying, Castle yeah. and Jimmy G. It's rain is course in New England, bro. Don't know that. Yeah. Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 